welcome to Let's Get Weird with Lola, the podcast about business and mindset and everything in between. I'm Lola, the queen of weird, mother weirdo, as you may. I am the person you come to when you want to find what makes you unique, what makes you different and tap into that to create your whole business around it and to be able to build an empire that's profitable and that works for you rather than you slaving the day away into doing something that's not really resembling who you are. So get ready for this unedited podcast because we're diving in right now. Hey everyone and welcome to this new episode. I'm so excited to be doing this episode. We're continuing on our Siri tangent. Um, I don't know, new episode where I have a guest today with me and I'm so fucking, I love having guests because I get to talk to someone and not just be the crazy lady who talks by herself or with her cat. So I'm so fucking excited to have uh, this woman here on this podcast with me today. She's truly fucking amazing. We've been working together for many, many months now and her transformation just has been so freaking amazing. She's a true warrior and um, she knows knows everything about anxiety and how to move past that. So this is why I think it's really important to talk about because mental health is is just health. It's normal health and we need to fucking address it and just stop seeing it as illness and stuff like like just stop seeing just a physical bobo. Just go ahead and let's dig into your brains a little bit. That sounds so weird. Anyway, so <laughs> without further ado, I would like to introduce you guys to Sandrine, my fellow Canadian with a French name. So hello. hello, hello. So I'll allow you to introduce yourself to the window, the window, the weirdo family. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm not editing this podcast. This like you guys get what the fuck is going, like is happening, and that's just the beauty of it. So, girl, tell us all the good shizzle about you and what you do. Well, my name is Sandrine, super French name, <laughs> and. Uh, but I live in English Canada. I um, I was born in France, but I was um, brought over <laughs> by my parents <laughs> to uh, smuggled into Canada. I was smuggled into Canada. No, no, we came here legally. It's all fine. <laughs> um, but I was five, and I think. Um, being uprooted from my family mm-hmm. um I think that was um maybe the first anxiety yeah. that started creeping into my my brain yeah um and I grew up with a father who hit the bottle a little too often mm-hmm. uh, that also created anxiety um but mostly anxiety really hit me when I was a teenager yeah. Uh, I think it was a mix of, you know, um, a broken home, um, you know, just like the the anxiety, the angst, the teen angst. Yeah, and it builds up. And that's oh, what it we builds up for sure. We don't realize too is like anxiety is not something that one day it's like ding dong hi now you have anxiety. It's like it's something that's been brewing all your life, and I think it's such an amazing gift and especially it's your case because we're going to dig a little bit deeper of like how it impacted you and where you come from and what you're doing today but that's the thing um 
I forgot to mention that that's what you do now. It's like you help other people to deal with their anxiety, to go from having their anxiety to crush their day-to-day life to them be able to crush life. You see what I did there? That's brilliant. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so to be able to, you can take it, steal, just steal it. Go ahead. I'm, I'm giving you the rights to that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but to be able to go from like surviving to thriving with anxiety, because I think it's something that a lot of us um, have to live through. And I just recently I learned that my mom told me I didn't know that I thought that my anxiety just appear one day. But apparently I was a child and a very, very anxious child. And nobody told me. Um, but yeah, it's something that brews all your life around. And we don't really realize it. And a lot of time, like you're saying, teenager we name it as angsty teen and that's just mm-hmm. it sometimes yes. there's, there's other hidden things so like teenage years were the worst and then how did it develop from there well I think it it compounded over the years mm-hmm. um I I think the anxiety I had as a teenager um I didn't deal with it mm-hmm. I didn't have the support necessary to deal with it. And so so over the years, like in my 20s and even my late 20s and early 30s, I was still living with anxiety. Mm -hmm. Just after I had a child, I had a a son when I was 33. And I think that's when I started to realize that if I don't get a grip on my anxiety, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to pass it on to him. Mm-hmm. and then this is going to become I mean it's already a generational thing my yeah. mom is a really anxious person and I didn't I wanted to break the circle the cycle yeah. that was my goal mm-hmm. but for many many years I did um you know I did light work like I would read books I would do yoga I would mm-hmm. try to do meditation but it never stuck I would mm-hmm. always be you know, I'd read a book and, but then I would not apply what I was learning in the book. Yeah. I would do yoga for, you know, I take a session, let's say at a yoga studio, mm-hmm. I do a class of six weeks and then I'd stop, Yeah. you know, and the meditation was the same. I would try it. I'd find it difficult and I would stop. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't really doing the work mm-hmm. and what really triggered me into digging deep and doing the work is because I had a car accident Mm -hmm. and a toxic relationship all at the same time and dealing with the aftermath of the accident which left me with a post-concussion syndrome you know so I had a lot of anxiety come out of that compounded with the toxic relationship that Mm -hmm. I had to deal with and a really stressful job um, in a medical clinic where we served um, marginalized population in the city, Mm -hmm. you know, so dealing with people that have addictions, people that are homeless. So when you're confronted with that every day, you know, it, it, it creates this, um, a pattern of anxiety. Well, yeah. And then it's like a, I don't know, like, it's like a toxic melting pot of everything, you know, the relationship. So it's like a seven layer dip of anxiety. (laughs) Yes, You can't seem to find the bottom of it. Like you dig, (laughs) dig, dig, and it's still more things. It's always there from, yeah. It's just spewing all the time. Um, And I mean, the car accident did leave me with chronic pain. Mm -hmm. And 
in the past, I never knew what chronic pain meant. Like mm-hmm. I was pretty physical, physically fit. Yeah. And but when you deal with chron- chronic pain, it's a whole new bonging life is so different. Mm-hmm. So I had to deal with shit. Can I swear on your oh, yeah. podcast? You can swear. You can say fuck. You can say t- like oh, cock excellent. tits. I don't care. Like it is what it is. And I always mark it at explicit. So if you're listening oh, to this excellent. with kids, this is, you've been warned. Like you knew yes. what you were getting into. I swear more than a sailor. And that's just who I am. But Good. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. I swear too. <laughs> swear yes. all Anyways, I, 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 it's just everything was compounding and I knew that if I wanted to survive this Mm -hmm. and if I didn't want to be crushed by anxiety Mm -hmm. I needed to do something and so I ended the relationship and I took my health physical and mental uh, into my own hands and I really actively started you know like going to the doctor like to make sure that I was getting the care that I needed mm-hmm. and like seeking help from mental health professionals. So I went mm-hmm. to see a psychologist. I saw a social worker at some point. Uh, and then I found coaching. Yeah. The magical so, word. Uh, yes. World of coaching. <laughs> it is a magic word too. It is. It is. Uh, it truly is. Yes. So at first I really did the coaching for my physical being so mm-hmm. I did the you know I did beach body I, yeah. I did the workouts mm-hmm. and I think being able to ground myself in my physical body helped me get my mental health under control yeah. so that I could start dig digging so I could mm-hmm. start dig yeah dig. you can start digging yeah yeah dig the um, digging then dig yes yes like really deep, mm-hmm. really deep. And so for the past, um, I would say almost two years now, about in November, it'll be two years. Mm-hmm. For the past two years, I have really uh, grown. I have really healed a lot of my, mm-hmm. um, oh, my, I don't even know what to call them. Like my limiting beliefs. My hurts. Yeah, it's well, just, just like the, the boo boos, yeah, the inside the boo boos. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like physically, I'm still feeling the chronic pain, but I'm not dealing with it in the same way. I'm yeah. not letting that hold me back. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, I'll, it's like when you do a workout, you know, maybe you can't do the high intensity jumps and the high intensity, you know, 16 minutes, yeah. but you can modify. And yeah. so that's what I'm doing. I have modified my life to be able to live it fully. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, yeah. So it, this, is, this is what I'm trying to tell my clients. This is what I'm trying. I even like even my mom, you know, yes. I had a conversation with her yesterday and she's like, you know, complaining about this, about that. I'm like, listen, this is what I, this is what's happening in your life. But you can view it in a different way. Mm-hmm. You can modify that. Mm-hmm. There is always a way to modify the way you approach things. Yeah, your perception is totally something that you have control over because a lot of the time, and I feel this was for me as well, anxiety-wise, something that was not helping is 
um, looking at it a perspective, everything, something shitty happens to you because it, it's life. Shitty things are going to happen to you. That's just, that's just the way it works. Yeah. Um, but everything, something shitty or something not like I'm, I'm comfortable would happen to me. I would always view it as something negative or something like, Oh, poor me. Or like, Oh, why is life doing this to me? And then when I started doing the mindset work and started to like work on that, because for me, my anxiety got to the point that I was having panic attacks every day. Like it would wake me up in the middle of the night, like my, like everything, like at the, because for me, it was like a physical, the physical feeling was being dizzy. Like I felt I'm just going to pass out. Um, and it would be like, I, like, you know, like when you're sitting and all of a sudden you're getting all warm for no fucking reason, I would have that, but with like dizziness. So it was a lot of fun. It was like being drunk at school or in the middle of the night without taking a sip of alcohol. So, um, really digging into the mindset and what, how it actually works, because I feel like before taking control and understanding all of that, I was just being a passenger in in like my own life, like I wasn't in control, like my brain was on autopilot and doing it its own thing. But even though I thought I had control, I realized that I had zero control with the so ever, because I didn't know the fuck I was doing. I didn't know that I had a say in all this. I didn't know I had a say in how I felt how I thought how I was able to manage and organize everything. Of course, there's outer like outer things that you get to do. Like I started to take uh, multivitamins and stuff like that because I realized I had like deficiency in a bunch of things that didn't help as well for the anxiety. I cut caffeine out of my life because again, I'm ADHD. I already have the hyperactivity part. Like I don't need to (laughs) fucking whip caffeine on top of that. Um, So it's just like finding small things from your outer world or doing exercise or going running or going to the gym really helped me out. But as well, just like all this mental part that you get to understand. And this is the most magical things. Like you're saying, you got this conversation with your mom, but for me, it was the same thing. When I started to work on my mindset and people around me, like close people to me could see this transformation. They were really fucking intrigued because when I first started my business, well, Moses, my mom was just like kind of doubtful. <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. get a real job first as a real job. She meant in an office and all that. And I was like, mom, that doesn't make me happy. I don't want to do that. And I already have a real job. I just gave it to myself and I made it up. So it's just, she was doubtful. But when I started digging into mindset, then all of a sudden she got really fucking intrigued and she was like, Oh, what are you talking about? What is this? What is that? <laughs> yes. And she had her own transformation and she was able, she kind of was inspired by what I was doing. And I thought that was the best thing ever. And I feel that a lot of the time that's a motivation too. It's like not, don't do the work just for yourself. Do the work for yourself and everyone's around you and your clients, because the better you get for yourself, the better you get to help other people. Oh, for sure. I think that if you find your light, Mm-hmm. then you, you know, are able to illuminate mm-hmm. for the others. Like, like people around you will yeah. see the change and they'll start, you know, maybe they see that you're self-aware and yeah. maybe they'll start to be self-aware too. Like, what and is she I think drinking? <laughs> right, exactly. What's that Kool-Aid? I want some. Exactly. Uh, yes. I, I think in our own special way when we become self-aware and start changing our lives Mm -hmm. then gradually you know and the people start changing around us yeah then that's our small way of changing the world oh 100 percent. i i think this is like inevitable like if you are able to change yourself and modify and manage Mm -hmm. you know everything in your life 
then it it can't be any other way. People around you will yeah. start to, you know, feel it and they yeah. will also in some way change. Yeah. And I think that the people who can't change because they don't want to, because I think yeah. change is the only permanent thing in life. Yeah. Well, it changes it. Is your you you were born with the ability to change. That's yes, for sure, hundred exactly. percent. If you're not changing, yes. it's because you don't want to. You like being exactly. miserable, or you like being in this space, which is fine, which is completely all right because it's up to you and you get to decide. Mm-hmm. But 100%. well, but people who don't change often it's because they're in a comfort zone and they are yeah. so afraid to get to step mm-hmm. out of that comfort zone. Yes, but yeah. So I think if you change and people around you start changing, the people who don't want to we'll just drop off and yeah you can just you know go on your merry way <laughs> just getting rid of the dead weight that's completely fine and that was a big thing too I feel that when you start to go on this journey of taking care of yourself just taking fucking care of yourself and acknowledging that you have needs not just like physically I need to eat and I need shower once in a while but always just like in your mindset as well like meditation might not just be this fancy schmancy thing that is just for the woohoo people it might mm-hmm. be actually my way to it's like taking vitamins before your brain so when you start realizing that and you start doing the damn thing and having a transformation, you're going to shed a lot of dead weight. It might be hard for a while because the people are going to really ask some questions like, what the fuck are you doing? But if Becky can't handle your light, we don't need Becky in our life. That's how I see it. And you <laughs> get to correct. just move past that because everyone in your life that loves you, like truly fucking loves you wants what's best for you and sometimes they don't understand the transformation but once they understand that it's for the better and that they see the light within you and you're able to kind of they see the transformation they're going to support it the true fucking supporter and people that love you deeply they're going to support it sometimes it takes time for them i'm not saying that if the first thing when you start changing someone's like oh what is this and asks questions they're not supportive sometimes it takes time to understand so oh yes for sure it's such an important thing it is so important because, I mean, what is the alternative? Yeah. You know, being miserable for the rest of your life. No, thank you. Which you're going to cut short. Yes. Because 100%. it is it is proven that anxiety is. It, it, it's, it's no it's bueno. A, it's like a it's bad a drug inside. Yeah, exactly. It steals your joy and it's it steals your life. Yeah. Well, it just like even like neural, like inside your body, biologically, when you're stressed, you have like the, the bad juju, like the little inside juice of your cell that it, they, they, they spit out when they're anxious, because mm-hmm. when you are anxious, it's not just in your brain. It's all your body that's yep. anxious. Yes. It spits bad juju. And that affects the rest of your body. So this is why when you're anxious, it's not just in your brain. You kind of feel like in your body, mm-hmm. you feel it yep. in there. It's not just in your imagination. You actually like physically something different chemically is happening in your body. So you, if you're always putting those chemicals in your body again and again and again that are linked to anxiety, it is proven to reduce like all the good things that can happen with your body. So yes. um over time, it just, yeah, absolutely. Over yeah, time, no anxiety winning. can create physical illness. Oh, yeah, 100%. And so I, I think it's so important to be able to take control of anxiety. Anxiety yeah. is an emotion. Yeah. You know, 
people think emotions are like, you know, being happy, being sad, you know, being mm-hmm. angry, but anxiety is part of that. Yeah. You know, if you're able to, you know, think about sadness and say, oh yeah, sometimes I'm sad. Sometimes I'm not sad. Or sometimes I'm happy. Sometimes I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Well, you can do the same with anxiety. Sometimes yeah. I have anxiety. I'm anxious. Sometimes I'm not. But I think that when we start having anxiety when we're younger and it compounds over the years Mm -hmm. we kind of start seeing ourselves as anxiety yeah yeah I am you know anxious Mm -hmm. and this is part of my personality yeah well no nobody would say I am sad and it is part of my personality that's so true so you have to come to terms with the fact that anxiety is not you yeah you are your own person and anxiety is just an emotion that you are feeling. And if you do the work, put in the time, you can absolutely see anxiety as being just an emotion and being able to transcend it. Mm-hmm. You do not have to live with anxiety yeah. your whole life. And I think because we live with anxiety for so many years mm-hmm. for a lot of people, it, it just becomes so difficult to do. But again, mm-hmm. putting in the work, doing, you know, at, at first it is small steps. It is, you know, creating a habit, whether it's journaling or reading, you know, a few pages every day of a book yeah. that will give you inspiration or, you know, finding somebody that you can talk to that you can trust and have them support you when you do have these moments of acute anxiety Mm -hmm. is life-changing because that's how you slowly create that habit Mm -hmm. of distancing yourself from the anxiety that emotion of anxiety yeah and I love that so much because like I'm I was and is and guilty of that because again like every single time I see effects of anxiety in my life and when I tried and I feel I take responsibility for that, but I feel as well, like society sees anxiety as a mental illness and something that is like you, you are labeled with that because I know that every time I had these kind of, um, trouble with that, like symptoms that were linked to anxiety, which such as like, I had trouble sleeping. Um, it's just like some stuff like that. And I would go to my doctor to be like, Hey, like, I'm just like experiencing these things. Can you help me out? And her answer was like, Oh, you have a, you're having anxious nature. You have an anxious Hmm. nature. Yes. And for me, that was my answer. And I was like, well, I guess that's just who I am because that's how like I, and the same thing when I turn and ask my mom's like, how I've been always this kind of, she's like, yeah, you were always an anxious kid. And I was like, well, I guess I was an anxious person and <laughs> I know I have anxious tendencies, but it's like learning the mindset all behind it and learning that that does not define me. Sure. I live with it and I have it, but that doesn't define what I can achieve and not. And this is why I love the work that you do and what you do because anxiety is so fucking important. And learning how to manage it especially like I've done it to be like by myself not the fuck no way what I was doing and having Mm -hmm. to find out everything about mindset and how to do the thing and all the steps and it was painful as fuck like I was still in school I was trying to do my fucking bachelor in design I was in a new city 
living by myself, like not living my best life. I had to buy a cat, not just not to go crazy because I was starting to talk to the walls. <laughs> like I was getting crazy cat lady levels because of all of this. And it was just piling up. Like you were talking earlier, like the seven layer chip dip, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I can just imagine if back then I knew that anxiety was an emotion and something that I can control and I had someone like you to be able to guide me through it, I would be like miles from where I am today. I mean, like in a good way, like in the future, like positive, Mm -hmm. because all the work that I did by myself would have taken so much less time because I'd have someone. And that's why I fucking love what you do. So tell the people, tell the good people of the weirdo, what do you do exactly? Like, what is your specialty? What do you do with clients? What kind of work do you and services do you offer to them? Well, it's very simple. I give support through voice messaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can do, well, because of COVID, obviously everything <laughs> is virtual. Yes. Uh, but so we can do, you know, like Zoom meetings or mm-hmm. whatever app we find is, you know, suitable for us. Yeah. Uh, but like mostly it is support for anybody that has anxiety Mm -hmm. and is not able to manage it. And they just want to be able to talk to somebody and get feedback because I find that that is so key. When you Mm -hmm. are feeling anxious, if you feel that your anxiety is starting to overwhelm you, if you have somebody you can talk to it, just, it's like, it's like you're holding a bomb and somebody is coming over and cutting the wires and just, that bomb is dead now it's not going to explode it's just yeah it's just dead Mm -hmm. you know so I offer that support to clients um like I said through uh voice messaging Mm -hmm. but I also have like a workbook that I just uh launched last week it's so fucking good and so I I think the first step in wanting to when you want to manage your anxiety is sitting down and writing down what is anxiety mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. what triggers it where can you pinpoint where it comes from yeah how do you deal with it what are your you know physical and mental symptoms mm-hmm. you know and what can you do what have you tried in the past did it work did it not work so it's just doing an assessment of your yeah. overall anxiety and then once you're able to write down all of these things, then you're able to find different steps or different habits and you can start to incorporate in your life. So yeah, so the, the, the voice uh, messaging support, the workbook, uh, I have one meditation, but I'm working on another. And it's just, I think for me, anyways, the being able to talk to somebody is the Mm -hmm. key. It's, it's amazing. And that's why I love like what you offer is because right now you have your, um, your book and I'll link guys in the show notes and everything, um, her Instagram. So you can go to her Instagram and check out her book. Cause her ebook is really fucking cheap. And in there, like the first step she was saying about like sitting down and writing all the things and assessing and finding out where it is in your life and taking the first step. Because the truth is, if you want to change, if you are struggling with anxiety and it's impacting your life negatively, the first thing you have to do is to prove to yourself 
that you are willing to make a change. So I don't care what it is, but it always comes in the form of investing. And I'm not just talking about investing large sums of money or whatever. It's investing time, energy, and or money into your well-being. Because if you're like, yeah, I want to change, but you're not willing to put time, you're not willing to put energy, and you're not willing to put money in there to really help you out, you don't really want to change. So I'm just I'm just challenging you right now. If you're not willing to put like 10 minutes a day into healing your anxiety and just dealing with that emotion, you don't really want to change. That's just a fucking truth. And that's why I love this ebook that you came up with because I think especially with anxiety that's such a, a strong emotion to it's it's sometimes it can be a little bit intimidating to reach out to someone to ask for help but this is why I love with this workbook um you get to download it you buy it you download it and you get to do the work and it's a rinse and repeat kind of process to being able to assess to understand what's going on and once you have a grasp on this and you want the extra help you get to reach out to you because for me and that's the thing nowadays I have, I'm so very lucky because I have a partner who understands what I'm going through and my anxiety and is there and ready to listen and super into the woo side. Like he's the one who's like, you should meditate today. I'm like, I should, right? So, and he's like, he's like, I don't know. I feel like those are, those are not the right way to explain it. But you know, those service dogs that can smell before someone has like, an attack like uh, like you know that you know, like, yes he's, he's like this he knows I'm gonna have anxiety before I have anxiety he just looks at me he's like something wrong tell me what you're feeling tell me what you're thinking and to talk to someone feels so fucking good and that's the beauty of voice messaging if you don't know if you've never done coaching before Voice messaging is basically like sending a voice memo to someone that they can listen to and send you a voice memo back and yes. for me that's where the magic is because it's when you talk things out loud it helps but having someone who's there actively listening to you and hearing a voice of someone I know when I was in panic attacks the only thing I wanted to do is finding ASMR of someone telling me like positive affirmation and that everything is going to be okay like that's what I wanted and I needed and I couldn't fucking find it anywhere but having someone like you those voice message you can listen to them back again and again and again and you have someone who's there in your corner so every time you're feeling anxious every time anxiety is pointing his nasty face in your life you get to take action with someone in your corner and if you feel stuck if you feel it's not working you can turn they can turn to you and ask you voice message I'm sorry I'm going crazy about this because for me no that's anxiety, fine anxiety is such a fucking bitch and I'm so grateful that you do this work because it's so important to have someone in your corner because anxiety is keeping you from living your best life and I want everyone yes. to live their best life <laughs> I, I think I think people have to view voice messaging as, you know, when you are anxious, mm -hmm. you know, when you have that anxiety, yeah. it's like you have that negative voice in your head yes. constantly. Let's and you have that to bitch. view, <laughs> yes. So you, you have to view voice messaging as that good voice, mm -hmm. yep. you know, so you've got the anxious voice, the negative thoughts mm -hmm. that is on one side. And then on the other side, you've got this you got you, know, you yeah you got me I'm the good voice yes so I'm here to remind you that when you speak out loud your anxiety your fears your stress your negative thoughts 
then you are not stuck in your head anymore. Mm -hmm. And then having me coming over and reassuring you and telling you that everything's going to be okay. And here's what you need to do. Or yeah. here's what you need to tell yourself. Here's yes. what you need to use for an affirmation. Or mm -hmm. here's the journaling prompt yeah. you need to, you know, write down. Yeah. Because then you're overpowering the anxiety. It's not just support. It's guidance. You get to offer right. them guidance as well. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, you said that you did all of that work on your own mm -hmm. when you were in school. And that is super hard. And oh, it's yeah. true. You, you need to, like, fighting anxiety alone is super hard. Yeah. You need to have, like, a will like, like no other. Yeah. And it's, it's really difficult. And oh, I, I tried <laughs> to do it. I, <laughs> I tried to do it. Yeah. But that was the thing. I wanted to do it. I mm -hmm. was ready to do it, but I didn't have the will because every mm -hmm. time I started, like I, I said in the beginning, you know, I would read a book, but not apply what I'd learned. Mm -hmm. Do yoga for a few weeks and then stop. Mm -hmm. Like you need absolutely to invest. Oh yeah. Invest your time because nobody else is going to come nope. and save you. No. You there is yourself, no bitch. saviors on this planet you yeah. save yourself exactly exactly because that's the so, thing we're there we're like the buoys but you got to swim to us and that's yes. the thing that's the trick like the buoy can't get to you we we're there we're your support system we're your guidance we're telling we're flagging the boats to come and save you and rescue you well we're the boats that come and save and rescue at the same time but i'm saying yeah. like you gotta you gotta at least swim to the buoy that's the thing. And that's a big difference I see with people. It's like, you have, yes, you have to change. It's just like the same thing as like, yes, everyone wants to be a millionaire, but are you willing to put in the work? That's always a thing. But yes, of course you don't want to have anxiety, but are you willing to put in the work so that you don't have to suffer from your anxiety anymore? Um, mm -hmm. Which is why I fucking love all this. And again, if you feel like anxiety, and again, I feel anxiety is a big word, but sometimes we don't see it because it's so insidious and it's in everywhere mm -hmm. in our lives. So anxiety can be like, you know, when your brain goes too fast and you go down a rabbit hole of, hole of like, oh, but what if this, what if this, what if this, what if this, and you're starting to like not know what to do and where to do, that's anxiety. When you start to like just going to the grocery and just being like, oh my God, did I get everything? Did I do that? Did I do that? And try to play scenarios in your head. Like, what if I got the wrong thing? that's anxiety having thoughts of like oh what if this person thinks that thing of me or just always kind of judging yourself and judging others and having like again alternative scenario in the future in your head that's anxiety so if you have things like that if you're suffering from these kind of anxious behaviors go check out Sandrine and her ebook because it's truly fucking amazing and it's life-changing um I have it it's fucking great and you get to really have a transformation in there. And if you want more, she gets to offer you all the amazing things. So tell the people, we talked about the book and everything, but do you have anything else that you want to say there that you have services that you have things to pitch or whatever? Oh, well, you know, anxiety. I'm here. You're I'm there. here. Just I am reach out. so ready to just give support. I, I'm just ready. I am yeah. ready to yeah. give support. I know so many people are experiencing anxiety, even more so this year Especially because of COVID. COVID. But it, yes, this is this 
this virus has derailed so many people. Yeah. And if you had anxiety before COVID, Mm -hmm. then now it's multiplied for for sure. sure. And And get the help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you need the help, if you're ready to put in the work, just reach out. I will be there. And I have so many tricks, so many tools that Mm -hmm. you can. And not every tips, not every tool, not every trick is suitable for everybody. Yeah. But I have, you know different things that we can try together yeah and if it fits you it fits you if it doesn't then we move on and go to the next but that's the there- beauty of having a coach like it's like you get you so they have the entire toolkit and you can hand them one tool at a time for there to try mm-hmm. and then we get to the side you get to decide with them what, what works best and what doesn't for sure because if you do it on your own you might find you know a breathing exercise that you've seen online, oh my God, this works, this is amazing. And then you try it and it doesn't work. And then you try it again and it still doesn't work. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Well, nothing's wrong with you. It's just that trick is not for you. You need something else. Yes, love that. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people get stuck in that mode they they do research online they find things they get you know like people are raving about Praising. this or that this and is then, the miracle solution yes and then they try it and they get so down and negative on themselves because it didn't work mm-hmm. well hello yeah maybe it wasn't for you you know yes. just find Which something else but when you're on your own sometimes it's hard to yeah. realize that it is not for you and you need something else. Mm-hmm. So that's when I come in, you know, yes. we try something, it doesn't work. That's fine. Do not, you know, be desperate. Yeah. We will find something else together. Yeah. And then I will coach you through the steps. I will co- coach you through getting into the habit. They say that 21 days is what you need to create a habit in your mm-hmm. life. And so I offer coaching, like, I mean, we, we can do like just an intensive yeah. three days of support, but I have a monthly support. Yeah. And that's the uh, real transformation option. that happens and that there. Is mm-hmm. Absolutely. A month is, is great because you get those 21 days mm-hmm. and then a little bit extra yeah, just to make sure you have it and you mm-hmm. know what you're doing. Yeah, that's how you yeah. transform your life. It's like one one month at a time. You try something new. You put all your you put you put yourself into there, and you see what happens. Because again, especially with anxiety, there's different tips. There's different trick. And again, having a coach is like buying a toolkit, and you have all the tools in there. And on top of that, you have the mechanic that comes around and tells you how each of the tools work and teaches you how to use each and every one of them. So you can use them yourself. So I think like one month is the best thing ever that everyone can do that with anxiety because they get to um, slowly build up to it. So again, if anyone is struggling with anxiety right now, go check out Sandrine's uh, Instagram and put the link below and uh her handle go follow her go check out all her things and just slide in her dms i know sometimes it's hard to ask for help but slide her in her dms or just go and buy the ebook do the work see how you like it and then move on from there and be able to just just get ahead just get a a grip of your anxiety and your life Mm -hmm. is gonna be so much better like i could preach for that been there done that and i can proudly say that for the past almost two years i haven't had a panic attack um, like a full-blown panic attack. I'm really fucking proud of this. And it's, it's all because is, yeah. of the inner work. It's all because of that. Yes. So, 
Thank you so much for this episode. This was so much fucking fun. And um, I'm so excited that we were able to do this. So don't forget to go and follow her and all the good things. And um, we'll we'll go check her. Just go check her things. She's really fun. And she does a lot of dancing (laughs) around and a lot of nice, fun, really funny reels. Like every day, I'm just so excited to see the new reels that she's going to post about anxiety and all of that. So thank you so much, girl. Thank you for having me. That was amazing. You're so welcome. Thank you. Stay weird. Stay true to who you are, everyone. You are loved. You are supported. You are safe. And you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And I will see you guys next time for another episode of Let's Get Weird with Loda. Goodbye.